Welcome to the Yadkin Examine. My name is Jonathan Gaylord, the pastor at Yadkinville United Methodist Church, and the Yadkin Examine is a weekly podcast where every Monday we take a moment to reflect on the past week, give thanks to God, and seek strength for the day and week to come. The Examine comes out of a technique described by Ignatius Loyola and is still practiced by Jesuits twice daily. We've adapted it here to help us reflect on the events in our lives and discern God's presence and will for us. We'll use prompts for self-reflection from various sources, like the 22 questions John Wesley and the Holy Club at Oxford would ask themselves daily. In addition to that, we'll hear an excerpt from Sunday's sermon, and we'll draw some reflection questions from the sermon, our worship, and the scripture text. The reflection questions are listed in the show notes, and you may want to copy them so that you can write out your answers as a journaling practice. As we prepare to pray together, I invite you to take a moment to center your body, heart, and mind for prayer, maybe through taking several deep breaths, finding a comfortable posture, anything that helps you to be present to the Holy Spirit in our midst. Let us begin with an excerpt from the Sunday, September 17th sermon preached by me, Jonathan Gaylord, on Matthew chapter 18, verses 21 through 35. The question is, what have we been given? What has God given to us? What gifts have been poured out into our lives? Because the gifts that have been poured out into our lives are not gifts that we could generate ourselves, are not things that we could make ourselves, are not things we could create ourselves. The grace that God has given us is so far beyond our comprehension and understanding that anything we do pales in comparison. And I don't think that Jesus is trying to scare the disciples into forgiveness. I don't think Jesus is saying, okay, if you won't forgive people, then I'm not going to forgive you. Because I don't think that's how God works. You have the story of the prodigal son and the lost sheep. You have Jesus on the cross forgiving and calling the man crucified next to him into the kingdom. You have Jesus doing all these things. I think that's how Jesus works. I think that's how God works, is this grace that is grace upon grace upon grace upon grace that we can't understand, that we can't begin to wrap our arms around, that we can't begin to fathom. We, God's love for us is so big, is so great, that when Jesus comes up with numbers for it, the numbers don't compute they don't make sense. Like it doesn't make sense how that, deci- how that servant got 10,000 talents into debt to his master. There wasn't anything for him to spend 10,000 talents on. The numbers don't make sense when we put them side by side. And I think that's Jesus' point. I think that's what God is saying to us today. The numbers don't make sense. Because God's love for us does not make sense. God's love for us is so big, is so great, is so powerful that we cannot wrap our arms around it. And Jesus isn't saying, forgive others so that you might be forgiven. It's kind of a scary thing. Like It's not, I'm going to punish you if you don't forgive others. Jesus is saying, you've been given something great. You've been given something beyond your own comprehension, beyond your own understanding. Do not 
Keep it to yourself. Do not squander the gifts that God has given to us. We have been forgiven. We have been loved. We have been offered grace upon grace, upon love, upon mercy, upon forgiveness, upon power, upon grace, into infinity. How do we use it? How do we take the gifts that we have been given and pour them back out into the world? How do we hold the door open a little bit longer? The question isn't, where do I draw the line? The question is, how do I push the line a little bit farther away as it is within my power and my ability to do so? If I can't even see God's the limit of God's love and God's grace on the horizon? How do I push my boundary a little bit closer to God today? How do I make myself a little bit holier? How do I remember that I am a sinner saved by grace and that grace is not for me alone? How do I push my own limits a little bit farther? We like to live by the golden rule. We, we talk about the golden rule a lot, which comes from the book of Matthew, Matthew chapter 7. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you, for this is the summation of the law and the prophets, to paraphrase. It's interesting that when you get to Matthew 18, Jesus kind of abandons the golden rule here. He doesn't say, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Jesus says... Do unto others as God has already done unto you. Do unto others what Christ has already done unto you. Give the grace and the forgiveness and the mercy that has already been given to you. And it's a good thing that the, the king in the story is not a perfect analog for God. Like it's not a one-to-one -one swap in and out. Because God gives us a whole lot more chances than the king gave the unthankful servant. When we fall short and turn around and forget how we've been forgiven and refuse to forgive someone else, the Holy Spirit doesn't leave us. The Holy Spirit doesn't abandon us. The Holy Spirit shows up and hopefully convicts our spirit to push our boundary a little bit further. The Holy Spirit shows up and says, what's your next step? What have we been given? The story of the unfaithful servant tells us that we don't even know what we've been given, that we can't begin to wrap our minds around what we've been given. The story of the unfaithful servant tells us that the, the numbers don't even begin to make sense. What we have been given is bigger than even our own understanding of what we could receive. And so the part of what we've been given that we do understand, the part that we've been given that we can wrap our hands around, the part that we've been given that we can grasp onto, what do we do with it? Do we push ourselves a little bit farther a little bit closer to God? Do we push ourselves to spread that grace and that love a little bit more? 
or do we give ourselves over to that unique human ability to be inhumane? The story of the unfaithful servant is a challenge, asking us, what are we going to do with the gifts that we have been given in God, through Christ, and with the Holy Spirit? Amen. Almighty God, thank you for this chance to pause, to pray, to be in your presence. Holy God, fill our hearts, our souls, our minds with love of you and direct us so that we might do your will. Prayerfully consider your past week. What are you thankful for? Where did the Holy Spirit move? As we consider where we may have fallen short, ask yourself these questions drawn from John Wesley and the Holy Club. Do I pray about the money I spend? Do I get to bed on time and get up on time? Do I disobey God in anything? As we look at the week that is to come, ask yourself these questions drawn from the sermon and the scripture text. How have you felt God's forgiveness? How are you using the gifts you have been given by God? Almighty God, thank you for this opportunity to come before you in prayer. Be with us as we seek to be your people here in this world. Help us to stand firm in our belief and love of you. Help us to draw the circle wider so that all might come to know your salvation and your grace. We pray all these things, Almighty God, in your holy name. Amen. Before we return to the busyness of our weeks, let us reflect once more on the scripture text from Matthew chapter 18, verses 21 through 35. Then Peter came and said to him, Lord, if my brother or sister sins against me, how often should I forgive? As many as seven times? Jesus said to him, Not seven times, but I tell you, seventy-seven times. For this reason the kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who wished to settle accounts with his slaves. When he began the reckoning, one who owed him ten thousand talents was brought to him, and as he could not pay, the Lord ordered him to be sold, together with his wife and children and all his possessions, and payment to be made. So the slave fell on his knees before him, saying, Have patience with me, and I will pay you everything. And out of pity for him, the Lord of that slave released him and forgave the debt. But that same slave, as he went out, came upon one of his fellow slaves, who owed him a hundred denarii. And seizing him by the throat, he said, Pay what you owe. Then his fellow slave fell down and pleaded with him, Have patience with me, and I will pay you. But he refused. Then he went and threw him into prison until he would pay the debt. When his fellow slaves saw what had happened, they were greatly distressed, and they went and reported to their lord all that had taken place. Then his lord summoned him and said to him, You wicked slave, I forgave you all that debt because you pleaded with me. Should you not have had mercy on your fellow slave as I had mercy on you? And in anger his lord handed him over to be tortured until he would pay his entire debt. So my heavenly father 
will also do to every one of you if you do not forgive your brother or sister from your heart. Thank you so much for praying the Yadkin Examine with us today. As always, make sure you join us on Wednesday with the Yadkin Lectio. Uh, next week, we this week, we continue on with the Gospel of Matthew, but we get uh, out of the theme of forgiveness and we get into some other parables uh, about the kingdom. So we're excited to, to do that. Make sure you join us on Wednesday with the Yadkin Lectio and then on Sunday when we gather together in worship and worship around uh, the gospel that we heard in the Yadkin Lectio. And then on Monday, join us once more here on the Yadkin Examine as we reflect on the week that has been and prepare ourselves for the week that is coming. Until we pray together again, I wish God's blessings upon you. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. Amen. Amen.